man, if people can say that about me when I go, I will have lived a full life. People can say that about me when I go, and I will have made an impact, both in, for the years to come after that as well as into eternity. And, and this doesn't just happen. I don't just get to write it down on paper and then poof, it happens. But because I wrote it down, because I'm looking at it, because I've decided this is what I want my life to mean, then I can then reverse engineer it and then mile by mile, brick by brick, I can craft this legacy. I can craft this meaningful life. Welcome to the Legacy Lab, where we're all about building a lasting impact one day and one moment at a time. I'm your host, Chris Serby, and each week we have helpful conversations that'll help you craft your own legacy. So let's dive into today's episode as we make an impact on this world together. Hey, this is Chris with the Legacy Lab podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Whether this is the first time that you're listening or you've listened to a few of the episodes before, just thank you so much for investing your time here today. It's going to be worth your time. Last week, we started a series called The Road Trip to a Meaningful Life. I gave you the intro and really looked at all the different aspects that we are going to cover over the next few weeks. So today, we're going to look at that first step in every road trip. You've got to know where you're going. What's the destination? What's the plan? Where are we going? And so today, we're going to talk about that. Earlier today, actually in a coaching call, I was talking about how a lot of times, if we don't have direction in life, or we don't know like a goal or a specific place of where we're going, life can be <laughs> described as that very cliched phrase, running around like a chicken with your head cut off. And I think many of us have felt that, right? Like in our life, we maybe not have direction, but we're filling it with so many things. There's activity, there's movement, but it could probably be described as directionless. This is a little off topic, but after that call, I was interested to know where did that phrase come from? What do we know about it? Do, do chickens really run around without their heads? And so it was basically around the 14th century, it was where the phrase originated from. But there was actually in the 1940s, there was a chicken. His name was Mike the Headless Chicken, also known as Miracle Mike, that he actually got his head cut off, but he lived for a whole another 18 months. And so... Fun fact today, Mike the Headless Chicken, he lived for 18 months in the 1940s. So it is possible. And how often does our life feel like that? We are literally just running around fire to fire, thing to thing, day to day, moment to moment. Maybe it's home life, business life, wherever it is. And it can just feel like a lot like chaos, like a lot of things. And so today, hopefully, by the end of this episode, you're going to have some really good direction for where you want to go. You're going to be able to answer that question. Where am I going on this road trip to a meaningful life? When I think of road trips, we love them. Like we've gone on many road trips, just Elizabeth and I, we've gone on road trips with our children. And Specifically, the road trips that really stand out to me 
are for about six years, we lived in North Carolina. We are from Mississippi. All our family lives in Mississippi. And so when we lived in North Carolina, it was a few times a year, we would try our best to get to Mississippi, whether it was for a graduation or for someone's birthday or just a week in the summer. And while we lived in North Carolina, I worked in Walmart supply chain and I worked most weekends. And so Saturday, Sunday, Monday was my work schedule. They were anywhere from eight to 12 to 14 hour days at Walmart. And what we would do oftentimes is that we would leave after a Walmart shift and then we would drive the 12 to or 14 hours, depending on which parent we were going to visit first in the car. That's just drive time. Okay. And so if you're a parent and you've ever gone on a long road trip with young children, you know that you could easily double it. Like It's hard for young children if they're early on in potty training for everybody to kind of sync up on who needs to go to the bathroom when. There are just people get hungry, people get tired of the car. And so road trips with, with children can be taxing. So what we would do is we would always decide to leave at like 10 o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, sometimes midnight. And we would get in the car and we would just drive and drive and drive and drive and drive. Because mostly what happened is instead of the kids being awake during the daytime, they would sleep most of the trip. And so if it was a 12 hours, then we could usually complete it in 12 to 13 hours. If we did that same trip in the daytime, it was easily 18, sometimes 20 hours because of all the extra stops, because of the fighting, because of all those different types of things. So in those trips, we knew where we wanted to go. We knew when we wanted to leave. And we also knew how long it would take us to get there. And so with this episode, that's really what we're going to talk about today is where do you want to go? When will you leave? And how long will it take you to get there? So where do you want to go? In that situation, in that road trip that we were wanting to go on, we were wanting to go from North Carolina to Mississippi. We knew the destination. We knew where in Mississippi we were going. We were going to go to either Porterville, Mississippi, or we were going to go to Jackson, Mississippi. That was the two options. We weren't going to go to North Mississippi. We weren't going to go to South Mississippi. We were going to go to a very, very specific place. And so first of all, the first thing I would like for us to know is that specificity is key in deciding where it is that we want to go. So in your life, if you are wanting to be a good dad, or in your life, you're wanting to be a good husband, or in your business, you're wanting to be a good businessman, I would encourage you today to make that a little bit more specific. For instance, if I'm going to Texas, like what in the world does that mean? Am I going to like beach Texas? Am I going to North Texas? Am I going to West Texas? Like Texas is gigantic, right? But if I say I'm going to Bryan College Station, Texas, then I know exactly where I'm going. I know where I need to go. I know which highway I need to get on to get there, how long it's going to take me, and all those types of things. Also, if I'm going to go to a football game, what does that mean? Or if I'm going to go to the national championship game in 2024, then that's a much more specific place. Same way. It's a big difference in I want to be a good dad, and I want to be a dad that always answers my kids when they call. I want to be a dad who provides 
and protects my children. I want to be a dad that as much as possible when they ask me to do something, I say yes. You see how that's much more specific than I just want to be a good dad. Same thing in I want to be a good husband. Well, what does that mean exactly? Well, I want to be a husband that my wife knows I only have eyes for her. I want to be a husband that I'm going to work hard to make sure that I am romancing her, that I am taking care of her, that we are spending time together. I want her to be a wife that she knows that I see the greatness in her. I see ourselves as teammates, and I want to always be a great encouragement to her for her to use her unique gifts in this world. You see how that's different than I want to be a good husband. Same thing. Like, I want to be a good businessman. What does that mean? Maybe it's more specifically like this year, I want to bring 10 clients into my life or over the course of my lifetime, I would love to build a business that looks like we can get more specific. So here, where we want to go, specificity is key. And so if, if we're answering that specifically, then we probably need to know the things that we value in our life, like the things that are important to us. If you're not a father yet, then you're probably not going to put that down. If you're not married yet, you're probably not going to put that down. If you don't own a business, you're probably not going to. Do you see if you're not a believer, then you're probably not going to because you are certain things. Those things will now inform the way that you want to show up in your life. Maybe also, what are your giftings? What lights you up? What fires you up in life? If You know, those things, then you're able to get more specific and this is exactly the way that I want to show up. This is where I'm wanting to go with my life. This is the legacy that I'm wanting to build. This is what I want to be known for. This is what I want them to say at my eulogy. And so I have a treat for you guys at the end. I've never, I've shared this with probably two people before, but I've actually written my own eulogy and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it at the end and I'm going to actually read it to you. So where do you want to go? Knowing that is so, so important to be able to be as specific as possible. Another thing that you're going to want to answer is when will I leave? When will I start this journey? We all know that person, right? Every time you talk to them, they're always talking about something that they're going to do eventually. Maybe it's a trip that they're going to take. Every time they're just like, I'm one day going to go to the Grand Canyon. Dude, you've been telling me that for 10 years now. Like, it's you're probably... Like, I get it, like dreaming is important, but what are you doing to get you to that point? Are you just going to talk about it your whole entire life? It might be that one day I'm going to take care of myself. I know I need to get into the gym. What is stopping you? What is, what is going to happen that's going to be able to finally be the unlock that you're going to be able to do that? One day I'm going to spend time with my family or one day once I get to the business to a certain point, then I'm going to be able to do these things. What's keeping you from starting those things right now? Now, of course, if your dream is to travel the whole entire United States with you and your wife, but you have four kids, like again, you're not going to be able to get to that point right now. But what steps are you taking in order to get there? The encouragement to you is, it's myself, is that if it's important enough for me to be able to go there, it's important enough for me to write it down and say, these are the things that matter to me. If it's important enough for me to say, this is the life that I want to build and what I want to be known for, then it's important enough for me to go ahead and start laying some bricks, to start putting in some miles, to start moving in that direction. Now, we don't have to wait until 
the environment or the circumstances or everything to be perfectly in alignment and perfectly set up in order for us to begin the trip. If we would have done that when we would have never saw our family in North Carolina or if we just had to wait for people to come to us. But we did have to get creative. Like, how can I show up in this way? Like, how can I start this journey? How can we drive back to go see family? Because that's important to us. How can we do that now with the circumstances that we have? We couldn't wait until all of our kids were out of the house because, like, why would we do that? We couldn't wait and be like, we just need to wait for a week that I can get three weeks straight off of work so we'll be rested enough to go. We couldn't wait until we have enough money just to get on the private plane to, to just fly over there a whole lot quicker. We have the money to even fly commercial to get there. We couldn't wait on those things. We were just like, okay, this is the situation ahead of us. This is an important thing to us to go see our family. And so because this is important, we're going to make this happen today. And so in the same way, if it's important for you to be a good husband, to be a good dad, to be a good businessman, to be a good whatever it is to show up in, in your neighborhood, to show up in your church, to serve your people. What are you waiting for? What steps can you take today so that we can go ahead and start that journey? And then lastly, is this thing, this journey, is this a lifelong pursuit? Is this something that is a building block to maybe the overall trip? Or is this thing that I'm doing, is it insignificant to my journey? Is it something that it just doesn't matter on the journey that I've said that matters. If I'm driving from North Carolina to Mississippi, it makes no difference what, to me what's going on in Ohio. I don't need to check the traffic in Ohio. I don't need to know the weather in Ohio. I don't need to get distracted about all that because that's insignificant to my journey. And so, like, I know in my life, I've spent a lot of energy, a lot of time on things that, that really aren't important. A lot of times on things that are insignificant to my journey. So the beautiful thing is, is like when we are able to do that first thing, where do you want to go and get really specific with it? Then we're able to filter through our life and be able to say yes to things that are important to our journey. And then we're able to say no to things that aren't. It's just the really clear filter for this yes and no, right? And so if I'm wanting to show up as a present father, I'm wanting to show up as a husband who rants as my wife, and I'm wanting to show up as a businessman who makes a difference in the world, if I'm wanting to show up in my church and in my neighborhood as a good neighbor, then I'm going to say yes to those things that fall in line with that. I'm and, and I'm going to say no to the things that don't fall in line in that. And so it makes it a whole lot easier for me to be able to make decisions in the day-to-day -day because it's just not a part of my journey. Another way to say this is two different writers. I read these books last January, February, at the beginning of 2022. And one was Seven Habits of a Highly Effective Person by Stephen Covey. So that's a pretty dense book. It's really great. I encourage it. I love it so much. But the very popular quote that comes out of that is start with the end in mind. So if we know where we're going, if we know what that end is, what is the destination, going to Jackson, Mississippi, I'm going to Austin, Texas, wherever that is, then, then from there I can kind of reverse engineer it. Another book that's really great is Hero on a Mission. And in Hero on a Mission, it's by Donald Miller. He really talks about how we get to 
create the life that we want. We get to write a little bit on the story each day. And when we have a interesting story before us, then we're going to want to put a little bit of on the plot each day. Okay. And so he really encourages you to start with the end in mind, to even start with your eulogy. So many times we just leave our eulogy up to the people who we leave behind to write about us. And you know what? A lot of times we earned that eulogy. A lot of times we lived a life that led to people being able to say specific things about us. Sometimes in those eulogies, they're very generic. Like we talked about at the beginning, as he went to Texas. He was a loving father. He was a this or that. And, and that's so generic a lot of times because they're just searching for things. They're like, he didn't really leave that much of a mark. He was really great at, he loved football. He loved hunting. He loved whatever. But the mark that he made on the world wasn't that significant. And so, therefore, he was a loving father. He loved his wife and he'll be deeply missed. The end. The idea is that we can decide what we want that eulogy to say, and then we can reverse engineer our life based upon that. And so with that, we want to decide what are the things that are important to us? Like what I've seen a lot on Instagram lately. Um, maybe it's because I'm talking about this stuff and so it's popping up more, but a lot about deathbed stuff. Like what do people regret on their deathbed? What do people say on their deathbed? What are the things that they, they wish they had done? What are the things that they wish they didn't do? Whatever it is. And so at that moment, I say it's like at your 85th birthday because I'm looking to go 85 plus. But at the end of life, what are the things that are important? What are the things that are really going to matter? And so maybe we write all those things down and then from there, we can write like, this is what Chris was known for. This was what he did. And because this is what he did, because this is his eulogy, we know that there's a lot of miles that have to be logged in order to get to that destination. If I'm in North Carolina and I want to go to Mississippi, I don't just decide all of a sudden that I'm in Jackson, Mississippi. I have to log mile after mile after mile. I have to pass through. Charlotte. I have to go into South Carolina. I have to go into Georgia and go through Atlanta and then go through Alabama. It's mile after mile, day after day, season after season that we actually build in order to get to that destination. So as we wrap this thing up, I'm going to read you my eulogy. Again, I said this earlier. I have told this to Elizabeth and like one other friend, but I'm going to read it to you and maybe this will help you get creative and see this doesn't have to be a super morbid thing. It can actually be an exciting thing because this is what I want people to say about me at the end. And it can be edited. It can be changed. But today, this is what I want people to say at the end. And so because of that, I'm going to show up in my life in a very specific way that's going to lay the bricks, lay the foundation, lay the mile after mile that's going to get me to that place. So here we go. Chris poured it all out. He left it all on the field. He continually challenged himself and others to always be growing and never stay stagnant. He did not coast into the finish line. In his 30s, he made a huge shift. He began living each day obsessed with how his day-to-day -day actions were building a legacy for years to come and into eternity. He led many others, specifically men, to do the same. And because of that shift in his 30s, he had the most connected romance with his wife. A deep relationship with his children. Was the most present grandfather. He led thousands of men into daily 
crafting a similar legacy, and was always growing in his faith. Together with his best friend and wife of 65 plus years, they adventured and traveled and made an impact on the families of this world. Their home, and to be honest, their presence was always a place of love, connection, and respite for family, friends, and soon-to-be friends. They always generously invested so much time, energy, money, and attention into providing the care, empathy, and attention to others that it just made sense for them to have a dedicated place to connect with, hear stories, and provide rest to those who needed it. While Chris will be dearly missed, the impact he made on this earth with his teammate by his side will be felt for years to come and even into eternity. And if people can say that about me when I go, I will have lived a full life. People can say that about me when I go, and I will have made an impact both in, for the years to come after that as well as into eternity. And, and this doesn't just happen. I don't just get to write it down on paper and then poof, it happens. But because I wrote it down, because I'm looking at it, because I've decided this is what I want my life to mean, then I can then reverse engineer it and then mile by mile, brick by brick, I can craft this legacy. I can craft this meaningful life. I can show up to, with my wife. I can show up in the life of my kids. I can show up in my business. I can put myself in uncomfortable positions to record podcasts, to record reels, to do things like that so that I can make an impact on the thousands of men that I want to daily craft their legacy because I know that if they do that, the impact will be gigantic. And so because of that, that's going to inform how I show up today. So I hope this fires you up. I hope this gets you excited. I hope this gets you so hopeful that you can decide where you want to go. You can be really specific with it. You can decide when you want to go, when you want to leave, that you want to start today. And then you can just put that car in drive and just start showing up. I hope this episode was helpful to you. If it was, just I would love for you to shoot me a DM and let me know. Maybe share it on Instagram. Send it to a friend. That would be super cool. And I'm excited to hear from you. Where is it that you want to go? What are the specific things that you want to do in your life? I would love to hear from you. Next episode, we're going to talk about maintenance. Vehicle maintenance. On a trip, we have to take care of the vehicle. And so we're going to talk about investing in you, investing in yourself physically, mentally, spiritually. So many great things are ahead here, and we are just excited about the opportunity for us all to be able to craft a legacy together at the Legacy Lab. Have a great day. Peace.